0: Slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions.
1: Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com. Hale Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer at HVC this May. Apply for all front or back of house positions now at HaleVarsityClub.com.
2: Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food, fitness, and mental health come to hang out nutrition training and life it's all fair game on mtk
1: meathead test kitchen
2: welcome to Meathead test kitchen a podcast where food and fitness come to hang out i'm sadie i'm sasha and we have covered the squat we've covered the deadlift and now it is time to talk about the bench press why because squat bench and dead are super important uh why is it so goddamn important what should your grip look like and how should a rep look and feel Vamos. Let's talk about it.
1: I'm so excited about to have this conversation just because we've covered, like you mentioned, um, the deadlift in the squat already. But the bench is another OG in weightlifting and yes. bodybuilding, and it helps not only with athletic performance, but also strength and conditioning. How? Well, it helps build standing push force production.
2: So standing push force production is just what it sounds like. It's how much force you can push away or like push away from you while you're standing. So push against a wall, see how hard you can do it. I bet you'll be surprised at how little force you can actually put behind it because you don't train for standing push force. Um, so chest press, when you think about it, really the chest press, AKA the bench press, we're going to use them interchangeably. They're the same thing. The chest Mm -hmm. press is the bench press. The bench press is the chest press, but they are not, like, okay, the bench press, you have a bench. A chest press can happen wherever. It can happen Excellent. on the floor, it can happen with a bench, it can be whatever. So it's like a, a square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is in the square. So either yeah. way, you're gonna hear us use them both today. We're essentially gonna use them as the same thing. Yes. Um, so building chest strength will improve strength in your other movements, like the strict press, tricep movements, and push-ups. So when you do a bench press, think about it, you're laying down flat and pushing something away. Mm-hmm. You're using that push force. your legs are just driven into the ground. Yes, with a bend instead of you know standing straight up. Yes. A strong chest is going to translate into a ton of your lifts, and you'll be surprised at how much your form improves as you grow your bench press. Um, your front squat's going to get a lot fucking mm-hmm. better when you have really good chest strength. Yes. Um, your back squat's gonna get a lot fucking better when you have really good chest strength because your chest helps keep you upright. Like,
1: exactly, you need
2: it to make sure you don't fall over. Also, for our ladies, if you have a strong chest, it's gonna make your boobs look bigger and they sit higher. <laughs> Hello, <Yes.
1: laughs> what up? Yeah, um, the bench press is also a compound exercise, so you know that we love these. We did like, I'm pretty sure, a whole entire episode on compound exercises. And oh yes, how we love them. So if you're new here. A quick too long. Didn't read compound exercises are the shit because they work multiple muscle groups at one time, giving you the most bang for your buck in the gym.
2: Yeah, they are the multitasking God really of of the workout. Um, The bench press is going to strengthen your upper and lower body. It sounds funny that you're going to strengthen your lower body with a bench press, but we'll explain why here in a second, as well (laughs) as your core. We're going to talk about your core a lot with the bench press, with mm-hmm. the same way that we talk about your core a lot with a push up. You can't do a good push up if your core is sagging. Exactly. So, if you're watching right now, if you're on TikTok or whatever, and we're talking about this, my hand is straight. But when you do a push up and your core isn't straight, you sag. And it's mm-hmm. really hard to keep that structural integrity and keep all of that energy pushing through your body when you have a leak like that. Yeah. So, you need your core to be strong. You need your core to be activated um, because to execute a beautiful rep, you need to have tension throughout your entire body from your feet to your fingers and everywhere in between. You're going to clench your ass. Yep. You're going to make sure your feet are are in the ground. You're going to make sure that your butt isn't lifted off that. We're actually going to talk about this whole, do you arch your back? Do you not arch your back? We're not yeah. going to cover it right now, but we're going to talk about form in a moment. Um, but you want that intention, that that tension through your entire body. If you, yes. if you feel it loosen at any point in your lift, I bet, that that pre- that press is going to look like shit if you can even get it back up without. It's probably
1: going to feel like shit too. Yeah. Um, so executing the bench press, warming up is always important. Period. When you're about to do a workout, but warming up for chest press is extra extra important. The pecs are pretty small muscle group in comparison to like your legs, like say a quad. Um, so you need to make sure that you are ready to roll when it comes to doing the bench press and trying to do them heavy.
2: Yeah. Um, warm up can look like some air bike or some elliptical to get your whole body going, get that blood pumping, which is always a good idea. Then like some arm circles, um, some banded chest warmups. I like to do like pull-aparts, banded mm-hmm. chest flies, uh, the hyper extensions. I've talked about those a lot. Yeah. Those are all really good things because you use your chest, you use your pecs and your shoulders a lot in mm-hmm. the bench press.
1: I would do um, some shoulder mobility work too. Yeah. Um, typically I will, um, you can throw a band on like a pull-up bar and just do the three you know, you hold it behind mm-hmm. the back of your head, you do cross body, and then, you know, there's different variations to it, but I do some shoulder mobility too, because your shoulders are very incorporated in the bench press.
2: I do shoulder mobility every day, actually, yes. <laughs> because you you need healthy shoulders, um, but you use your shoulders for everything. Your shoulders are like your knees, like you use them all yeah. the time. Um, I actually, I lifted yesterday for the first time and for fucking ever, what up FedEx mm-hmm. guy? We're podcasting from home today. <laughs> Um, so you, you know, I went in and was super excited that I got to lift and didn't really want to warm up. I just wanted to get to the lift, but I had five by five bench press on the menu. So I was like, this is my first day back in like six months. I better like take my sweet ass time and get a good warm up in. And I did. And you know what? I'm not sore today and I don't feel like shit. Yep. Yeah. Warming up is so important, but you also,
1: you don't want to tear a pectoral muscle. Oh God, no.
2: I've never done it, but I have heard that it is one of the most unpleasant fucking things ever. Yeah. I mean, your arm is attached to your pec. You use your arms all the fucking time. Like, yes. <laughs> oh, that would be so terrible. You don't want to tear a pec. I'm sitting no. here like, clenching my tit in agony right now <laughs> just thinking about it. Um, but once you're warm, you're, le- you're ready to lift. So pick a bench, load your barbell or grab your dumbbells and let's fucking get to business.
1: Fuck yeah. So you need to check four major boxes when it comes to proper bench press form. Feet position, hip extension, elbow and shoulder positioning, and your hand and wrist positioning. So your feet position, lay on the bench, face up, obviously. Uh, (laughs) Make sure that your hips and your head are both on the bench. And you do not want to bench press with your head hanging off the back of the bench. Yeah, you don't want any part
2: of your head not on the bench.
1: Basically where your head should be, like on that bar path, your eyes should be right in line with where the bar is horizontally above you.
2: Yep. In the rack. Yes. That is also my marker too. And then when you unrack it, we're going to talk about that here in a second, but yeah, you always want to make sure that your entire head is on that bench because Mm -hmm. again, we're talking about energy leaks. If your head's not stable, your neck's not going to be stable. And if your neck's not stable, the rest of your spine's not going to be stable. And you can see where this is
1: going. Exactly. So like you just mentioned, it's bad for your neck. Um, you could drop the barbell and hurt your neck and like that would and like and very 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 poorly yeah, probably
2: um, decapitate yourself with the bar you yeah.
1: you also don't want your hips to be hanging off of the bench like if you're tall be patient and wait for the right bench instead of trying to get your reps in on an improper bench length um, your body's going to thank you later and um, if you're
2: if you're in a crunch for time and you don't have a bench that is long enough for you yeah, you can always um, do dumbbell floor presses
1: yep exactly
2: Um, And we don't really talk about those in great depth today, but the floor press is a great fucking exercise and you should be using it in your like accessory training anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, if you're in a crunch and because sometimes you go to the gym and it's fucking slammed and you don't have time to get all of the equipment that you want, we know. We've been there. It's easy to say that shit now because we both have our own fucking gyms. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But we also used to do the Globo Gym Life. So I understand the struggle, but it's worth the wait if you're going to bench press and you're going to bench heavy. Make sure you have your fucking favorite bench. Mm -hmm. Um, Plant your feet firmly on the floor about hip width apart. You don't want to extend your legs or plant into the floor with just your toes. Why? Because you want your whole foot making contact. It's the same idea as a squat or a deadlift. You want a good ground contact because that is going energy. Your body is a circuit. You want to make sure that you have good ground contact and good contact with the barbell at all times. It doesn't matter what movement you're doing ever. Yeah, If you don't have good ground contact, you're not going to have a stable base. And that is a bad way to start.
1: And if you have difficulty planting your feet on the floor because you have shorter legs or whatever, I mean, I'm not, I'm average height. I'm 5'7", but sometimes I need to put a couple plates on the floor to make sure that I can plant my feet firmly. If you're having, like struggling and you can only get your toes, just throw a couple plates underneath your feet.
2: I don't have that problem. <laughs> I, I, I always saying, feel so bad for everyone who isn't 5'10". I know,
0: I know. <laughs> or, or well, here's
2: the other thing. I feel tall most of the time. Like for here, I'm not. But like in PR, I was too tall for all the fucking mm. equipment. So like I had to figure out other ways to run stuff. But I feel so bad for people when they're like, hey, can you move this? I can't touch the ground. And I'm like, shit, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> hold on. Um, yeah, you can, use, you can use plates. If you don't have extra plates around, yoga blocks are really good mm-hmm. for that just something that you can make good contact between your foot. You just don't want your feet dangling. That's right. all. Yes. You just don't you could even get a fucking squatty potty or a step stool if it's big exactly. enough. Um, exactly. So you want to make sure that your legs are not extending because extending your legs is going to overextend your hips and putting your feet underneath you or on your toes is going to arch your back off the bench and mess with your power production. Now, we're going to make a caveat. There's, yes, there's an entirely there is a different segment of people that want to yell at us right now, and we're going to talk about it. Yes. We
1: and before you do that, you yes, exactly. Now <laughs> uh, If you're a seasoned power lifter with practice and proper coaching, arching mm-hmm. the back on the bench press is fine. So I also want, a like, it's a double caveat here. Yeah. there's so power lifting bench press is different execution wise than the typical bench press that where like our audience that we're talking to right now
2: yeah we're talking also, jump off bench press
1: yes the double caveat here is that everyone naturally has a little bit of arch in their back mm-hmm. okay yeah. <laughs> it's normal to have a little bit of arch in your back
2: it's how your back is built you're gonna have a little bit of a yes. divot however you want to make sure that your um the back of your hip girdle is like firmly planted into the bench that when we talk about make sure that your back is planted we're talking about the back of your pelvis
1: yes yep exactly so
2: like that's a really sticky wicket and it's a big hot point on on any social media like do you arch your back do you not arch your back if you're a power lifter if you if you have experience and someone has taught you how to do it properly fucking go for it. We're not telling you not to do it by any means. You do you. But if you're new and you're just learning how to bench press, you want to make sure that the back of your pelvis is making contact because that is going to help your power production. It's going to help keep your hips in line. It's going to help keep your spine in line, which is going to help with your shoulders and your push and all of that jazz. Yes. So talk about hip extension. Um, To brace correctly during a lift, you need to make sure that your hips are invited to the party. Your hips are really important in weightlifting. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, when you do like the squat and the dead, and the clean and the snatch, but people don't think about it in the chest press. Like your hips are super, like your hips are part of the biggest lever in your body, your Mm -hmm. waist. Like you, you bend in half at your hips. So you need to make sure that those are invited to the party and that they're engaged. Give them a drink, make sure that you're talking to them, you know, don't ignore them. Don't leave them in the fucking corner to hang out by the pool all alone. Squeeze your glutes and support to support and steady your hips and your lumbar spine. So this is going to help you brace your core during the lift. Squeezing your ass is going to help pull your back down to the bench with it.
1: Yes, um, exactly. So
2: if you need a good cue to help pull your back in, squeeze the ass, pull it back.
1: Yes. That's Boom. It. Squeeze the ass, pull it back. This is also <laughs> going to help you.
2: <laughs> That's inappropriate cues. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, I saw someone post the other day a deadlift cue to point a flashlight at the wall behind you with your butthole. So, Hell hey. yeah. <laughs> it's that is a good cue. It yeah. helps
2: people from looking up too much too. Because if yep. you do the, if you come, if you combine that with the drinking bird aspect, where you keep yes. your head in this, yeah, yeah, the butt flashlight. I'm a yes. butt that.
1: flashlight. Um, so this cue is also going to help you avoid arching your back or lifting your hips during the lift, which is really common, especially in newer lifters that are trying to go too heavy. Mm -hmm. which again is going to prevent you from getting the most force production and then from fully recruiting the pecs during your lift.
2: Yeah. So when you pull your hips, that's going to create an energy leak and it's going to pull energy from your pecs because that's one of the, like it's going to go through your core up to your pecs because those are where you're trying to put the most force during the lift. And then it's also going to just, it's like doing the pushup. You're letting your core sag. Yeah. That's not good. Um, So let's talk about elbow and shoulder position. People talk a lot about shoulders. When yes it comes to the bench press um the number one thing i hear about why people don't bench press is because it makes their shoulders hurt um if i've been told bench pressing is bad for your shoulders so many times just like i've been told squatting is bad for your knees and deadlifting is bad for your back do i believe them fuck no if Should you have you? shitty
1: form no. yeah it yeah. could hurt your shoulders
2: it could however <laughs> i you're... see granny's fucking bench press and triple digits on instagram all the time right
1: i just meant if if you have shitty form yeah you probably can hurt your shoulders
2: yeah yeah, yeah. so this is why we're gonna this is why we do what we do to yes. help you not have shitty form um but yeah elbow and shoulder position are super important so externally rotate your elbows they're gonna be about 45 degrees from your sides doing that when you do that you're gonna notice that your shoulders are gonna kind of sink back into their sockets. They're gonna relax and they kind of click into place. Mm-hmm. You're gonna feel your shoulders pull away from your ears.
1: Yep, I can't. And
2: I wrote these notes a couple days ago. And I, like, when I was bench pressing yesterday, was telling myself these cues, and I was like, that's a good cue. Yeah. That's a really good cue to make sure that your elbows aren't sticking out too far because that's a problem that a lot of people have. Mm-hmm. People think that their bench press elbows should be at 90 degrees. No, no, you don't oh. want that. That's not, how you're, that's not how your shoulders like to work. No. So push your elbows 45 degrees away from your ears. Doing that's going to flatten your scapulas, which are your shoulder blades, and it's going to stabilize your upper body. You're going to feel it. It's all going to snap into place. Like I'm going to do it right now Yeah. And it's like, holy shit, instant posture. Yes. And it makes your delts look great. Yes. Um, So it'll also make sure you don't use your neck or your traps too much because, yeah, you are going to use your neck a little bit. You're going to use your back a little bit. It's all invited to the party, but you're not using those like you don't want to push off the back of your neck.
1: Right. It's very
2: uncomfortable and not good for your neck. Yeah. (laughs) So what about your hands wide or narrow? We'll talk about them more in a moment.
1: Yeah. Um, so no matter the variety of bench press that you're doing, now that you're ready to lift, unrack your bar and center it over your chest about nipple height, maybe a little higher, depending on your range, range of motion and build. Um, lower the weight down to your chest in a controlled motion while inhaling. So you're yes. bracing your core. Uh, you're tightening your body. That's what that inhale is. You don't want to deflate everything as it's you're pulling not- the bar down to your chest.
2: Yeah, and it's not a big gulp of air. You're not going, you're going, it's like through a straw. Yes. You're you're drinking air through a straw when you're lifting weights. And I wish that when I first started lifting in high school, so I dabbled a little bit in high school, no one taught me how to breathe. So my lifts were Mm -hmm. shit because bracing is really fucking important. They say not to hold your breath during a lift. You're always going to hold your breath during a lift. And it's usually in the transition between the down and then the push back up, and then you start to breathe as you push. Like, exactly, bracing is super important. So drink that air in through the straw, so that you're not a getting too much air that you're giving yourself the hiccups. Yeah, because <laughs> that sucks. And b um, not like over. You don't want to fucking hyperventilate.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. It's, you're breathing normally with intention. You're breathing with intention for the lift. So you also don't want to let the bar drop or bounce onto your chest. You are controlling the movement down to your chest, holding it there for a moment and then punching it, punching your hands back up. So a lot of things, a lot of times what I see is that people tend to roll their wrists back a little bit and your, your wrists should be like sticking straight, straight up. Straight. You should be like, imagine that you're, you have the bar in your hand, but you're punching through the ceiling. So that's the positioning that your hand should be in. They shouldn't be rolled back and relying so much on your wrists to help push it up. If that makes sense. I kind of yes. did it on video. So I'll, po- I'll post so what, that.
2: what it makes, what I thought too, when you were talking about that is you remember the old knocking knuckles cue that yes. used to give us in softball. It's the yeah. same thing, knocking knuckles. You're going to yeah. do it like that your wrists are still straight. It's your knocking knuckles, but you're just invert. It's just going straight going up. Going straight you're up. You're going to super Mario punch that fucking coin box over your head with yes, the yes. barbell or the dumbbell or the kettlebell, whatever you're using. Right, um, right. also sweet, sweet. it's, it's straight back up back from which, where you came. So now that you're at the bottom of the lift, you're going to brace, you're going to drive your feet into the ground. Make sure all of your foot is in there. Why don't we like you putting your toes on the bench? Please don't do it. We've already explained it. I see people do it. I used to do it. If you do it as part of your bench press setup, that's fine. But once you get into your lift, please put your feet on the floor. Um, Engage your core. Engage your glutes. Squeeze that ass. Pull that back. Keep the lower back on the bench. Press the bar upward away from your chest. Back straight up towards the ceiling from your nipples. We're not talking about pushing it at the wall behind you. Back straight up. You're fighting gravity. Mm. You're going to start exhaling about... I don't know, a quarter to halfway through, depending on, you know, your breath support and all that jazz as you start to push it back up. And again, you're not going to let out that big gust of air. It's going to be a very controlled Mm -hmm. as you get back up there. So flex your pecs, your triceps, and get that barbell back to where you started. Congratulations. You did a
1: beautiful fucking bench press rep. Yes. Good for you. You did it. So where do you put your hands? Ah, this question. So we get asked this frequently in the gym, um, at middle school dances. Uh, The Bench (laughs) press has a million different variations, incline, decline, floor press, dumbbells. But for the sake of What we're talking about today we're going to cover the most common debated versions of barbell bench press
2: yeah some people are team wide grip some are team narrow others float around in between uh so which is best honestly it depends and i think you knew that that was going to be our answer because that's usually our answer when it comes to these things
1: may vary depending on where your hands are placed on the bar
2: exacto so wide grip um is one of the most common ones you're going to see technically your grip is a little wide But it's not going to be super wide. You Mm -hmm. don't want to do like unless you're training for certain aesthetic goals or, you know, bodybuilding competitions or whatever. You don't need to do the ultra wide grip W Mm pushups like there are pushups. Jesus, that too. But (laughs) um, bench press. You don't need to do the super, super, super wide grip bench press. When we say wide grip, we're talking about a thumbs distance or so from the knurling on the barbell. Yep. Um, This is going to focus more on the chest, the triceps, the delts. Um, It puts the most focus on your pecs. It's the traditional hand positioning that you're going to see when people bench press. But if you have shoulder problems, you can cheat your hands in a little bit to take some of that pressure off. Um, My husband, that's something he deals with. And we were actually talking about that yesterday. I was like, I benched today. It felt great. And he is like, yeah, uh, I, that shoulder's been bugging me a little bit. I'm going to try it, but we might have to do some modifications. And I was like, yeah, we should try kicking your hands in a little bit and see if that takes some pressure off. And he's like, yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you battle with, you know, if your shoulder mobility isn't great yet or if you just have an old injury that keeps fucking flaring up every now and then, you can still bench press. You just have to make some slight modifications.
1: Yep, exactly. Um, this version, the wider grip is um, the... Version of the bench press that's going to help you add the most strength. Yep. Um, then you come to narrow grip. So narrow grip is going to be basically on the knurling, um, or well, not the knurling. It's the inside bare part of the bar where yeah. there isn't any knurling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, that's going to focus on chest, delts, but this puts more focus on the triceps during the lift. So if you have wrist problems, this may not be great for you um, because it does put a little bit more pressure on your wrists. Um but it's it's not terrible. You could also wear wrist straps if you yep. needed to. I was just gonna um, say just, that. just to help kind of with that mobility. Um it's it's a little bit different and it's going to feel kind of weird the first time you do narrow grip. It's not going to feel quite right and it's just a different positioning and really you're you're really putting a lot of focus on your tricep.
2: It's um, like skull yeah. crusher bench press kind of yeah. is how I kind of feel it is. Um yeah, it's it's really gonna it's like doing a tricep push-up, except for you're using the the barbell. Um, this is the version that you should do when you wanna mix it up a little bit. Uh it's again, you're going to probably want to lower your weight with this one. I feel like that's an obvious statement, but in case it's not, I'll throw it out there for you. Anytime (laughs) you're working with your triceps, you should lower your weight significantly because your triceps, yes, they do a lot of work. They are a workhorse in your arm. However, they are a very, very small, muscle. Not a very big
1: muscle at all. They're
2: not very (laughs) big at all. They're about the size of a deck of cards or your hand, depending on how big they are, how big your genetics let them be. Right. Um, so make sure that you are making proper modifications with that. Mm. Um, Again, just as good as wide grip, but different. Um, And then there's the medium grip, which is somewhere between narrow and wide, which is good if you're a beginner because it gives you some flexibility on where you can put your hands. It also kind of helps you figure out your body's natural quirks because we've all got them. Yep. Um, And that's just a good baseline to start.
1: Yeah. Generally, and I I found this works best for myself, you're going to want to put your hands about a thumb's distance from the inside of the knurling. So Mm -hmm. that bare spot, just outside of that, stick your thumbs there, and then bend your thumb. Well, don't bend your thumb. You need your thumbs. <laughs> Curl your thumb around the bar and, and get your grip in place. Yeah. Um, this is going to depend on your individual strength and mobility. Again, just like anything else, your re- results may vary. Um, but don't over grip. So white knuckling the barbell doesn't have any advantage. It can actually weaken your lift. And yeah. also, I see this a lot, and like it's funny because I understand it, but I think a lot of like newcomers, if they don't, there's videos out there where people will move their thumb back on the other side of the bar. Oh yeah. As a joke, because that's very bad. (laughs) You want your thumb curling around the bar, just like you would if you're doing a deadlift.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, you want to make sure your thumbs are in the party as well, because your thumbs help stabilize anything that you're holding. (laughs) We were made with opposable thumbs for a reason. Please use them. (laughs) Um, Please. But yeah. Yeah. white knuckling the barbell doesn't do anything and it it can actually help you leak energy out because you're fucking taxing the shit out of your forearm so if you're already like hyper if you're gripping so hard that you're putting extra tension in your wrist into your forearm that's going to leak into your elbow and into your shoulder eventually and your lift's going to look like shit Mm -hmm. so don't over grip i know it sounds tempting because sometimes when you're lifting heavy weight you want to make sure you've got a good grip on it you will have a good grip on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be okay. Just make sure your hands aren't sweaty. Make sure you're grabbing onto the part of the knurling. Um, yeah. And if you want wrist wraps, there are a bazillion different kinds out there. If you need recommendations, hit us up. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. Yes. Sasha and I have used them all. I've used the neoprene ones. I've used the ones that look like ace wraps. Um, yeah. I have, one of I have the- really small, weak wrists. So this is actually a... Yeah a spot of knowledge that I have a lot of actually, if you need help, so let us know.
1: I wanted to throw one last thing in here too. Um, So when you're doing bench press and you're doing it alone, um, don't put the stoppers on the end. Yeah. Take those off because if you get yourself in a position where it gets too heavy after a certain amount of reps, you're going to want to be able to dump those plates off to the Mm -hmm. side on one side and then dump them off in the other on the other side so that you can get up and you don't have to feel like you have to drop the bar on yourself.
2: Yeah. And if, if you have to do that, it happens. Um, if you don't, yeah, if you don't have safeties, like I have safety arms. So I lifted by myself yesterday, I only did the barbell, so I didn't use the safeties. But if I'm putting any weight on there that I'm worried that I know I might not be able to get back up, I put those fucking safeties in. So yeah. I can just let it go and it'll land right
1: right above my head, scare the shit out of me. I don't have I'm- safety arms. So it was like, I was like, yeah. I did a one rep maxes not that long ago. And I was like, I'm taking the clips off because yep. I'm by myself. I don't have safety arms. I need to be able to bail out on this. And the way to bail out on it when you get it down to your chest, you still- gently, gently put it on your chest. And then just dump off to one side. You just tilt over the w- the weight will fall off, and then you tilt over on the other side, and then you can just roll the bar off of you.
2: Yep. And it doesn't take a lot of tilt. You'll be surprised <laughs> at how little you actually have to move to make sure those things leave. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's a great point. Uh, but yeah, if you if you don't have a spotter, always make sure that you are lifting safely. Um. Well, we should probably do a whole episode about lifting alone safely. Yeah. Honestly. Well, thumbtack that one. We'll yeah. do that next month. Yes. <laughs> yes coming soon on meathead Test kitchen <laughs> grow them titties fam do your bench presses uh if you have yes, any so. other questions or you need a form check hit us up via email hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com um meathead athletics is live you can go check that out personal training nutrition coaching workout templates oh my yeah them all. meatheadathletics.com we're really hard
1: on those <laughs> yeah
2: everyone that's bought them so far like oh. thank you we've sold like quite a few
1: i can't wait uh, for some feedback too like let us know how you're enjoying those yes. um between the two of us, I don't even want to talk about how many hours were spent. Um, so I hope that you're enjoying them. And if there's anything that you think maybe we could tweak to make it work a little bit better, um, please. I mean, there will
2: probably be 2.0s coming out of all of these at some point. Yes. Because yep. that's how these things work. That's exactly. how science is. You exactly. learn better, so you change it to do better. Exactly. Um, but yeah, meheadathletics.com. Check it out. Grab some merch. Yes. Merch the mortgage as well as workout plans. And, you know, personal training. So thank you for all of that. If you buy shit from us, we really appreciate that. Uh, We we love
1: seeing people like rock our merch. Like I love, we've gotten a a few videos of people getting PRs and um, a Meathead Test Kitchen shirt. And it like makes me a little teary. Um, Also, shout out to one of our Instagram followers. I just want to put this in here because it made my day. Um, (laughs) She's in New York. She saw uh, MTK for Life um, license plate. I doubt that's I us, maybe. That's she, us. she was like, I said that to you. I was like, I doubt that's for us. She goes, well, I thought maybe it might be you guys. But then I was like, why would you be here? I was like, I promise you if we're in anyone's city, we'll post about it. And if we're available to work out, we'll like do a workout.
2: Like- for real. So one of our listeners actually uh, messaged me on Twitter the other day. They're like, Hey, I'm going to be in Lincoln for work next week. Where should I go eat? And of course I huh. sent him to muchachos and he oh, had yeah. it last night and said it was fucking amazing. Awesome. Uh, Cause it's, it's, I'm biased because Nick's our friend and he's an amazing human, but it's the fucking best. Uh, but yeah, if we're in your city, we will make it known. Like we would love to be able to do workout meetups at some point. Uh, but that point is not right now, unfortunately due to our jobs. Mm -hmm. So yeah, thanks for buying our shit. Um, you're the best. We really appreciate it. I know that there are a lot of people online that try to sell you shit. Uh, including us. We're not selling you garbage though. We sell you things that we actually use and that we like. So yes. anytime people take us up on that stuff, I really appreciate it. Um, mm-hmm. Voting's underway for the sports podcast awards. So make sure to give your favorite sweary fit bitches some love there. You can find Thanks. that link on all of our socials. Yeah. And until hey, next we had, week. We had a long week, a busy week this yeah. week.
1: I do want to preview next week's episode. Um, See you a lot. And so we thought maybe we should do a whole podcast about it. Uh, ditch that all-or-nothing mentality, motherfuckers.
2: Yeah, that one's going to hurt some feelings. (laughs) Until then. head Test Kitchen. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.